Hello and welcome to Reedy G, the vlogcast. Today I want to talk about self-love. I bang on a lot about self-love and I know that and I know you're probably all really bored of it and think I'm obsessed with myself but I only talk about it so much because of the fact that I have such a flawed relationship with the way that I view myself. I've written two blogs now about self-love. The first I wrote when I got back from travelling um, from Bali, where I found myself. Um, I actually did, you know, that saying is not as wankery as it may seem, because actually it's true, you go travelling and you find something, it might not be yourself, it might just be like two pound shots or a really sexy Australian, but you definitely find something that you don't find at home. I managed to find a version of self-love that I hadn't found before, um, just a comfortability and an acceptance of who I am that wasn't defined by the way I looked or the way that people perceived me. I'm sure that this unhealthy relationship with my body and the way that it made my self-esteem feel um, came from secondary school when I started and loads of components start getting thrown in the mix you know boys friends what you wear how your hair's cut nothing that mattered in primary school suddenly matters more than anything and it's like life or death I can't imagine being 14 now with Instagram and Snapchat, I mean, honestly, I worry for that generation because it was bad enough. What did we have? Like um, Bebo and uh, that horrible thing, what was it called? Ask FM, which I remember once someone asked me, why are your thighs so big? I mean, pff, I don't know. Just they grew like that. I, can't, I couldn't even give a good explanation because I like Battenberg. Um, so yeah I think that was where it started for me I mean I went to a mixed school and um, it was very cliquey and one minute you were top of the food chain and the next minute you weren't and a really good insult for and I don't want to pin it all on the boys it wasn't all the boys the girls also could be really horrible but the girls were horrible um, so much more sneakily sneakily a word it is now much more sneakily than the boys um so you wouldn't really hear what they were saying about you whereas I remember um so I must have been about 15 and we'd been to like a house party on the Friday night and I got to school on the Monday and I'd snogged probably what did you do back then probably just snogged um a guy in my year and everyone was calling him Moby Dick and I didn't really understand the new nickname so I went over to one of my friends and I was like why are we calling Brian uh Moby Dick and they were like oh you don't want to know and I was like oh what does that mean anyway went over to one of the boys who I knew would tell me to my face because they loved it um they loved being mean so I was like why are we calling Brian Moby Dick and they were like oh because he harpooned a whale on Friday that whale was me um I mean it's like almost funny now because what does that even mean like wasn't Moby Dick the name of the whale not even the person that harpooned it but anyway whatever um stupid insult but yeah so things like that obviously shape the way that you view yourself and what you see when you look in the mirror 
what I would say to anyone that has had names like that thrown at them that stick with them um, and are like a repeating motif in the way that they view themselves I would say that obviously it's irrelevant and someone who can say words like that to someone else has their own issues that they're dealing with and also a lot of it is just the way that we've kind of been conditioned into believing that there's only one type of beautiful I really think that's changing I actually do I'm really optimistic about the fact that there's loads of different um body types and beauties being shown in the media um but yeah I think you have to be forgiving and open to that person that said that to you and you have to let it go and this is where I kind of started talking in my second blog self-love part two which was about me in the changing rooms of mango which I later found out is apparently notoriously small clothing because they're like a Spanish brand and um, Spanish women tend to wear smaller sizes on whole I think I might just be saying that to make myself feel better but yeah I had a bit of a nightmare in the changing rooms where I ended up with like this dress over my head like so stuck with it above my arms and I couldn't even move or breathe and I'm sweating like actually dripping with sweat and I was like what am I gonna do like walk out and be like excuse me can anyone help me um I wriggled my way out and I was fine I just had a few like tears in my eyes and a bit of a strain from pulling the dress over my head but I did manage it so what I was kind of aiming at with that blog is to learn that your self-love and your image of yourself can't come from exterior things especially not exterior things that are disposable so for example other people be that negative or positive so I can't take the amount that I value myself from a person who calls me a whale because it's disposable another person could think I was the most beautiful person in the world and call me gorgeous they're also disposable if I rely on either one of those two things negative or positive they both can go not be there anymore to either dampen me or fan my ego and therefore I have no sense of self-love because I'm getting it from other things if we allow ourselves to only feel good when we're being loved or we're in love or we're supported constantly then once all that goes if god forbid it does go what is left if you're not giving it to yourself you can't rely on other things or other people to constantly be a source of that for you and that's really hard because actually I really believe in um I'm speaking from a female perspective obviously because I am female and there's something to do with women or someone that identifies as woman as having this kind of tribal nature of rising each other up and don't get me wrong like the girls I was talking about that I went to school with girls can be horrible but girls can also be so passionate about fueling each other and supporting each other I call my friends the hype men because honestly that's what they do they hype me up they rarely bring me down only ever when I need to be brought down but most of the time they're out there telling me how incredible I am and how worthy I am and that is really valuable it's really valuable that when I 
walk into Lucinda's flat, the first thing that she says to me is a compliment almost every time. That does make me feel good. And sometimes it makes me realise things about myself that I didn't know. And that's really important to see that and for someone else to say something about you is beautiful that you might have a problem with or that you've always hated when you looked in the mirror. But at the same time, I can't rely on that solely because my friends won't always be there when I need them. My friends won in the changing room with me at Mango when I really wanted to just bang my head against the mirror. So this is where I start talking about leaves. I know, I've got an obsession with staring at leaves. And it's not just leaves, I'm partial to a flower, a patch of grass, a rolling hill. I'm not fussy, even a cloud. But it's in those things in nature that I find a lot of comfort. Nature begins to work for me as a reminder that there's something bigger than me. God forbid I'm not the centre of the universe. God forbid my cellulite is not going to affect the sun rising tomorrow or that leaf falling off the tree in the autumn. When I wave and my bingo wings shake, I'm not going to make an earthquake because there's something at work that is much more powerful than me, much more important and definitely much more beautiful. And don't get me wrong, I don't want to trivialise those feelings of hating your cellulite or your bingo wings because I have spent years standing in front of the mirror and wishing them away or counting my calories so that those were the things that would drop off or hiding food and starving myself and then binging just to get rid of those things that I thought would have such a big effect on who I was and how I perceive myself but I was just so wrong because the world will keep on turning and I could have just as much self-esteem with or without the bingo wings and I'm pretty certain that if I wasn't fixated on the bingo wings I'd be fixated on the cellulite if I wasn't fixated on the cellulite I'd be fixated on the size of my lips or my nose or maybe even my big toe do you know what I mean I I'll find something because that's the way that this world works especially with Instagram I feel like I give off vibes that I have a problem with Instagram, like I have beef with Instagram. I don't. I think it's an incredible platform. I'm using it right now. But I do think that that constant visual images in our hands, in our pocket, it is overwhelming and it is going to have effects that we can't even comprehend yet because we haven't had it long enough. And it's not a new thing. We've always had poster girls, movie stars, people to aspire to. But there's something about Instagram which makes it so accessible and makes it really easy to portray yourself in a certain way. I, I could be one of those Instagram models if I didn't eat for a few weeks and I had the lighting right and I posed in a few way and I put a filter on. Do you know what I mean? Any Anyone could be, all of us could be. We've all got the platform, we've all got a camera. So we could all do that. So that's why it seems so palpable and reachable and that's why it's even more tempting to conform to that style and image and standard of beauty but the reality is is that you are you and there's only one you so let's make the most of that here we go get your notepads and pens out here's my top tips for learning to love yourself 
And by the way, I have absolutely no premise to be giving anyone advice. I half the time cry about my jeans not fitting or my hair being really ugly because actually I did have this problem recently. I say problem really lightly. I understand that it's not an actual problem. I'm fine, but I did go to a very cheap hairdresser's and she did ruin my hair. Ruin is also extreme. Anyway, that's another story, but I am guilty of all of these things, but aren't we all? So if we kind of share our experiences of what helps us to deal with them, then we're all only going to get better. Okay, let's start with exercise, not because I think it's the most important, but because I kind of want to get it out of the way. A lot of the time, body image is linked to losing weight. I have a real problem with this because I think that's actually where the problem stems. For me, I was in this mindset of if I lose weight, then I'll be happier. If I lose weight, then I'll I'll like myself more. If I lose weight, then I'll fit into those jeans and that will make me happy. Blah, blah, blah. That's not really how it works. So exercise because you enjoy the exercise you're doing. Exercise because it releases those endorphiny things which make you feel great. Exercise because sweat is sexy, which someone told me recently. And I'd kind of forgotten. I always thought that I looked really gross when I was sweating, but actually sweat is sexy. Always has been, always will be. I've recently started boxing and I'm loving it, makes me feel empowered, makes me feel strong, also makes me sweat, which if we're going with the sweat is sexy thing, then makes me sexy. But I would suggest not doing it for the sole purpose of weight loss because I think then you lose the fun, you lose the strong, you lose the sexy and you just get stuck in this whole system of needing to see results, to feel um, satisfied and happier. And actually, it's just doing it that should give you that satisfaction and that happiness, not the numbers on your scales after a week of spinning. Or your exercise class of choice. Spin, um, hit, boxing, boxercise, pilates, yoga, whatever. It's actually just doing it that you need to get the happiness from, I think not the results. Okay, that's out of the way. Exercise is done, because boring. No one likes talking about weight loss. It is boring. Flat tummy tea doesn't work, blah, 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 boring. The next one that I do is the leaf. I shit you not. People think I'm joking about staring at leaves. I'm actually not. If you can just stop once in the day and remember that there's something at force that's bigger than you, when, especially when you're worrying about how you look um, or how you're feeling, If you just look and remember, you'll honestly feel better, I think. Within seconds, actually. Because it just reminds you that it just doesn't really matter the fact that, you know, your jeans feel a bit tight when you look at a leaf. I'm going to keep banging on about leaves. I'm going to try and get leaves into every blog cast because I think they're really important. Okay, next one, thirdly. This one's really difficult. Uh, I struggled for ages. So... I can spend really long periods of time avoiding mirrors in general, reflections in windows, long length mirrors, short length mirrors, just my face mirrors, everything because of how I'm feeling about myself and the way that I look. 
that's not that healthy because I am in this amazing body which is carrying me through this existence. I'm sorry, that was really wanky, but I genuinely believe that's what the vessel's doing, so you just have to bear with me. Um, Carrying me through and doing amazing things, helping me breathe, helping me do all of these things I don't even know I'm doing, but I'm completely ignoring it because I'm a bit worried that my love handles have got a bit big and I've got rolls when I sit down and my thighs are jiggling. So what I learned is that as soon as I start to do that and I start to purposefully avoid mirrors... I force myself to do the opposite. I stand in front of the mirror. Often I put like a really great song on that I really love and I just dance and I just look at myself in the mirror, dancing, all the bits that I think I hate, wobbling, do a bit of a Bridget Jones, come out of the sheet and I just dance and wobble and just, I just confront with it because before you, until you do that, then all you're doing is projecting everything that comes with body image onto yourself and if the world is doing that why do you need to be doing that to yourself too so avoiding your insecurities isn't a way of solving or making them disappear they're always going to be there so actually if you just front them head on just look right in the mirror like I have always had a problem with my thighs in my family we call them the foresight thighs because they just are quite enormous but now I just like watch them jiggle in the mirror and I'm like hey that's quite cool how they move and ripple like that how how does that even happen great and it's really hard and sometimes you can only do it for two seconds before you're like oh I can't actually look anymore and that's fine you can do it slowly it's just building blocks and it's just becoming comfortable with yourself and what is looking back at you because none of it really exists it's just perception that's all it is people it's perception okay number four surround yourself with people that are steps ahead of you I spoke in the first blog I wrote about self-love and um, traveling about being around some girls that were perhaps steps behind me um I'm not saying don't spend time with them, but there is probably a middle point where you're not quite ready to be around people who haven't quite got to where you are with the idea of self-love and um, disregarding unhealthy body image. And when you're so past that stage that you can give your love and light to other people. Um, So when you're at the stage where you're feeling like you've come to a bit of a head with it and you still have these things that you can't get out of your head and you still feel uncomfortable about surrounding yourself with people that are further along the line than you and are really comfortable with themselves and exalt this self-love and self-confidence can be really really beneficial I've felt this massively this year in living with the girls I mean I've always had it actually with Faye as a friend because Faye's so comfortable in her own skin so I've actually always had that but I wasn't really ready um, to be around it I just think I felt jealous of it whereas now because I've started to understand that I need to do it for myself being around the girls and seeing them just whip up their clothes and all kind of like being in the shower in front of each other changing in front of each other all of that stuff in that environment is so helpful I listened to to something recently um 
someone talking about the ladies' pool. Where was that? Oh, on the high-low. Um, the ladies' pool and women's changing rooms. Women's changing rooms in general, just women whipping their clothes off. Seems a bit weird the first time you do it, but after a while you just kind of realise, oh, we all come in really different shapes and sizes. But if we're all really comfortable with it, then who gives a shit what your shape or size is? So if you've got friends that are particularly self-confident or just don't have a problem with their body image, I would surround yourself with them. Um, Just watch how they do it and see how effortless it is and then just try and implement it and take baby steps. Don't go full-blown in the nuddy and your local high street, but do just start changing in front of people or, you know, looking at yourself and being around people when they're just in their skin because that is really helpful. I've spoken about this one a bit already, but in order for me to kind of progress with my self-love and keep that journey going, I have to make sure that it's always for me. That journey is always for me and it's always coming from within me. So just try really hard not to surround yourself with people who want to change you. Um, So for me, I had it with previous relationships where you know there's been like comments about what I'm eating or how often I'm going to the gym or I mean now massive flags but when you're in a relationship you don't see it like that um but you know a partner that doesn't love you because of the way you look perhaps isn't a partner that you want to be with um and like I said with friends a partner too can bring you up so much and that is so important being with someone that makes you feel incredible and sexy and special and beautiful but make sure that your main source isn't just coming from that other person because if they stop you can have a real crash of self-confidence I've been in a relationship where you know my boyfriend thought the sun shined out my bum and made me feel amazing one day he decided that he didn't really anymore and the sun shone elsewhere I was just left feeling pretty empty pretty flat and almost worse than I had before so I think just to make sure that you take on board what they're saying use it as fuel and energy and loveliness and kindness but also make sure that that's coming from yourself because that's what it's all about, self-love, get it, get it from within, from somewhere within, don't take it too often from other people, I mean take it, do take it, because god it feels nice, but don't rely on it, that's what I mean, it can't be your oxygen supply, you have to be your own oxygen supply for this kind of thing, it's, it's learning what's disposable and not, what's not, aka leaves not disposable they're always going to be there unless we keep fucking the planet up then maybe they won't be but at the moment we're good as loads of leaves i think i'm going to stop rambling on now talking about myself and loving yourself i'd just say be really patient always have kindness and treat yourself like you treat your best friend when she's having a bit of a nervy bee and feels a bit shit and you're looking at her and thinking oh my god you're a goddess what are you seeing in the mirror that I'm not do that for you too just in the times when you're feeling really down or really not self-confident and like you haven't got a lot of love in the bank of self-love just squeeze yourself extra tight don't be hard on yourself just 
give yourself a big metaphorical hug and be like, that's okay, we're going to get over that obstacle, we're going to get over your problem with that, because you will eventually, you'll grow into it, and you'll grow into yourself, and we'll all start understanding that none of it matters, it's just exterior packaging, um, and it's, and then you just have to start dealing with what's within. I have spoken a lot about aesthetic, actually, on this, and I will kind of talk about more aspects of your personality that you struggle with, or aspects of yourself, in that respect that you struggle with but at the moment in regards to these blogs I think it's most relevant to talk about body image because it's a massive part it's a massive part and we can't deny it um we all have insecurities that's just how we've been bred and programmed and we've had it for millennia I'm sure if you're feeling like you do need to rely on someone else for a bit of self-love, that's so fine. You can't always have enough energy to give it to yourself. But re- sometimes it's actually nice to write things down. It feels really narcissistic and a bit self-indulgent. But if someone said something really lovely about you that you would never say to yourself, write it down. Just write it down and have it there when you're feeling really shitty and just read what that person said about you. And it'll just give you, you, you might just start believing it and then that is coming from you and that's really important and if you're feeling extra deflated and like you can't handle it drop me a message I'm here I'm here to talk it through always that's what this is for if this blogcast helps one person then I've done something a little bit good thank you for listening to me blabber on I hope that it helped your drive or train journey or your downtime god i doubt you wanted to be listening to me in your downtime but if you did then i hope it helped you let me know if it did if it didn't don't let me know because i'll be sad thank you again for listening and remember to love yourself